from Chardon Physical Therapy. This is Chardon Biz, a show about local entrepreneurs and innovators sharing their stories. Who are the people behind our favorite businesses? All right, Scott, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? I am really excited to be here. So Dave Nelson, the uh, this is the Chardon Biz podcast. I'm the owner of Chardon Physical Therapy, but this is what I love to do to uh, connect with local entrepreneurs and business owners in the area. And uh, this is not our first time actually meeting, talking about what we're going to talk about, right? That's correct. Okay. Can I share that quick story about how uh, we came about to actually record today? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay. So a couple weeks back, I approached you and I said, Scott, uh, <laughs> so I'm Dave. I have this, this podcast thing. And you're like, yeah, I know about it. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. And then you got right into like defensive mode. I don't know if it's it's right for me. That's correct. I'm nervous about it. Uh, I'm sweating right now thinking about it. And I'm sweating right now. You're just telling me. <laughs> it's like, Scott, it's okay. It's very low-key, very relaxed because it's just it's about you. It's your story. Uh, it's, it's very, very low-key. We can uh, maybe grab a cup of coffee <laughs> um, to talk about what we're going to talk about. And then you're like, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> and then in my mind, I'm like, this is going great. This is, this is going really good. Um, but then... Uh, a couple of days later, when uh, we were here for a Saturday class with my son, uh, actually no, it was, it was that was a Saturday class on uh, the following Tuesday. We had that huge snowstorm on one day, and you were like, "I listened to your podcast. I'm yeah. ready." And yeah. I was like, "Cool, so very cool." I, I, I have anxiety <laughs> about everything. I think I told you that, and uh, I did a DNA test, and I found out that it confirmed <laughs> my suspicions that I'm very anxious about everything. So. My initial uh, reaction to stuff is no. It's something I just don't want to do it. I don't want. I don't need the pressure of it because I feel pressure in everything I do. Because I want to perform well. Like I want to do a good job for you today. I want to do a good job for me. And I, like I had told you before, I have come to believe I've turned that into my unfair advantage to uh, to be good at stuff. So I have that anxiety when I teach class. I have that anxiety when my instructors teach class. I have that anxiety when I answer the phone, and I have that anxiety right now. You know, there, there's always like a like a, a secret sauce, like in each uh, each episode that I do. There's there's definitely something that a lot of folks just don't know about someone, and you were getting right to it. We'll we'll okay. investigate that a little bit further later down, later into the podcast because that is, I think, something that makes you. Um, your own version of a superhero that that we'll get into. <laughs> At least that that's what I know. That's what my son sees cool. like in you. So it's cool. Um, let's just talk about you and your background. So um, family life. Go ahead. How many kids? And I have two kids, uh, 26 and 22. The 26 year old lives in Arlington. She's an actuary, and the 22 year old is finishing up her last semester of college right now. Yoo-hoo. All right. I'm pretty happy with that. I'm pretty proud of both of them. Uh, the youngest is going into fashion merchandising. And in fact, this weekend, she's going to New York City for Fashion Week to uh, an extension of her internship that she did. So she got hired by the company. and She's going out there to help them with Fashion Week. That's pretty cool. That's going to be very exciting. Okay, Do you dive into fashion with her or does she I, say, Dad, you know, I, what's going on? I know about Steve Mann and shoes. And okay. <laughs> hey, dudes. Okay, I don't know that. Well, <laughs> that's right. I know that's everything. Right. That's right. Um, so, uh, tell me a little bit about um, your wife and how uh, how you guys like to spend your time. Okay, my wife uh, Joanne is a school teacher. She's the eighth grade teacher at Chardon High School. Um, 
we spend our time, uh, and, and I, I get, this isn't a bad thing, just we watch a lot of TV, so we spend our time watching movies, watching TV, and uh, recently, since the kids are out of the house, we spend our time investigating restaurants. So in my mind, I treat Cleveland like a tourist thing, like what, what would a tourist do? So I'll find restaurants on Instagram, or she'll find stuff on Instagram, and I'll say, hey, you want to try this place? And we go try it. Do you uh, give your own feedback on, like, was it what you thought it was going to be? Do you, um, do you Yelp reviews on no, those? No, I okay. don't. No. Do you get asked a lot, like, hey, where should I go out I, to eat? I'll give recommendations, but I don't give unsolicited recommendations. I just, I, they, they, someone on Yelp doesn't know. Maybe right. I had a bad experience. Maybe I had a bad day, and then I, got, I write a bad review, and maybe my tastes don't align with I just I don't put power in those. I hear you. That's it's 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 tough to go off of like a bad review or good review. Yeah. You want to see like the media. I want to go find um, out for myself. <clears throat> good for you. All right. Um and uh is going on those dates, right? Uh, yeah. Is it usually just the both of you or is it usually no, I mean not always. If we find a place we really like, for example, uh my oldest uh boyfriend, his parents live in Aurora. And we're going to go with them to a place on the west side in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, if we like the place, we'll recommend it and see if people want to go with us. Very good. All right. If you're stuck in town, <clears throat> around town, uh, you guys don't want to make dinner, your wife's like, got to pick something up for dinner. What are you bringing home? In town? Yep. Well, she likes Alpatron. Okay. And I, I'm okay with it, so we'll go there. Okay. Okay. That's very good. Um, <clears throat> I'll just hit the uh, ice cream question okay. right off. I, I usually <laughs> wait till later, but since we're on the food topic... It's not quite dinner time. It's about almost uh, three o'clock here. But uh, so, King Count, favorite flavor? Okay. So again, we've talked a little bit about this. <laughs> I'm a little weird. I don't have favorites. Uh, I digress a little bit in the colors. My kids were like, "Dad, what's your favorite color?" When they were little, I'm like, "I don't have a favorite color. What's the color for?" So uh, I like black cars, silver cars, but I don't want a green car. I don't dislike green or blue. Um, but I won't paint my walls blue, but I will paint them green. I like black cars. I won't paint my walls black. So <laughs> I think I get into that, all of that stuff. On the colors, real quick, <laughs> this morning on the way to uh, dropping my son off at school, uh, he was using a blue pen, and I asked him, like, Dude, what's your favorite color today? Because it's a different color every day. See, and it, he's it, like was, me. it was light green. There you go. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I like that he, he added an attribute. That's perfect. Yes. Yes. So I don't have a favorite uh, flavor. I have like go-tos. I, like, I, I will pick a go-to. So if I'm going to King Cone, my go-to is vanilla cone dipped in uh, the chocolate. So it's hard chocolate. That's my go-to. It's not what I always get, but it's probably 90% of the time I'll get that. Good. What's your wife getting? She's going to get a chocolate sundae with less ice cream and more chocolate. Okay. Very specific. I like that. Oh, that, the fudge is really good. Yeah. The fudge is really It's like... You can get a really small one, a lot of fudge, and it, it'll, it's like filling. Don't eat dinner that night. It's just too much food. <laughs> so <clears throat> anyways, cool. Very good. Uh, let's get into, uh, oh, let's talk about like where we are. Uh, what I understand from a few listeners is kind of painting the picture of where we're at. It's, yeah. It's always really neat. So we're in so, your yeah. Dojang. Dojang, yeah. yeah. So we're sitting in, our, in the school. I just usually say school because yeah. uh, a lot of people call it a dojo, but because we're a Korean martial art, we don't say uh Japanese words dojang is Korean. Do, uh, dojo is Japanese, so it's a dojang. But we just say school. So we're sitting in the middle of the school. Okay. And uh, what's going to happen in about an hour and a half? 
yeah, we're going to pack the place with classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be actually going home after this. Oh, my cool. son, and we'll be, we'll be heading right up here. So Wyatt, uh, so Wyatt's been participating in uh, martial arts for, uh, for about three months now. And so a little bit before uh, Christmas there, we got started. And uh, he's been loving it. The whole awesome. goal of us having him participate was to be with his peers. That was the number one goal. Do yeah. something with your peers and just see how he is with interacting, which is really interesting because the interacting isn't uh, conversational. Right. It is, uh, it's more driven towards let's follow what is going on in the class. Let's be present in the class. And I don't want to say like, let's follow the rules hundred percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a discipline part. But we're all doing the same thing with similar goals and stuff. So there's that it's, it's not a team sport what Wyatt is doing right now we have team aspect but not in his case but there's a team feeling because you're all doing the same stuff yeah can we dive into like how your school came to be so can, sure. we, can we go back to the beginning before it was on your horizon I'll go way back so uh, when I was probably in third grade I took martial arts I took Kung Fu so at the time uh, Kung Fu the TV show was very popular and I watched it, and I loved it. And then they signed me up for Kung Fu lessons. And I did that for a little while, and then, like most kids, I quit. And I don't really remember the reasons why at all. And then uh, I went in the service when I was a little older. We did some martial arts in the service, and I enjoyed it. And then when I got out of the service, college, marriage, family, and all that stuff. And then when my oldest was six, she went to a birthday party, and she signed up in Painesville, at, at the ATA school in Painesville. And probably a year later, they gave it to me as a Father's Day present. Can we back up for a second? Yeah, go ahead. You actually, you wanted to get her into yeah. oh, karate that's, yeah. before, or so martial arts. I did. When she was a little younger, I wanted her to get into martial arts, and my wife said no, because she probably has, like most people do, they have a, a picture of what it is, and it's not always accurate. Sometimes it is, but it's not accurate most of the time. And then she was in, my daughter was invited to a birthday party, and I didn't go. I don't believe I went. And after the birthday party, my wife signed my daughter up. Right. Yep. That's, <laughs> I, that, that's kind of an important nugget for sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But then. Uh, I and I was now, fine with it. I was so, fine with it. <laughs> right, of course. You should be. Yeah. Make sure so, it's your uh, idea now. Go right. ahead. No, but that's fine. That's so, okay. uh, and then you're like going and watching her participate yeah, in classes. I go watch her. I would ask uh, her instructor, who's now my instructor, I would ask him a million questions. In fact, one time he asked my wife if I was a lawyer because I asked so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they, my family knew that I wanted to do it, but they probably also knew that I wouldn't do it on my own, I guess. So that when it came up for Father's Day, they, they surprised me. And that's an awesome surprise. I remember I had asked you, like, well, how did they know that uh, that, was, that would have been, like, I probably talked really about awesome. it a lot. And at the time, <laughs> uh, favorite, well, I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> uh, the movie that I really enjoyed, not that I kind of, I didn't see it when it first came out, but I found it through streaming or HBO or something, was The Matrix, so I really liked The Matrix, and well, yeah. Very good. Cool. As an adult, I, I'm like, oh, he's older, he can do it, <laughs> even though it's just movie. <laughs> I think they're coming out with a new Matrix, like, fairly soon, oh, just they? It came out a month Already ago, did. yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Did you see it? Yes. Was it good? I, I liked it. Okay, was it uh, Matrix Reloaded, is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm not sure. That's okay. That's right. Uh, 
<laughs> we're, we're not a, a movie review yeah, no. <laughs> uh, podcast, so we'll, I hope our folks will let what, let that slide. Um, thank you for your service, by the way. What branch in the military? Oh, thanks. Uh, I was in the Army. I was a military police person in the Army. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so uh, Father's Day gift. That's kind of where we left off, and what transpired after that? So then I just, I just started. I remember my first day because I was really nervous. Anxiety. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, and once I walked in, we started punching and kicking, and all that anxiety went away. And I'm like, this is cool. I want to keep doing this. So how did you keep on doing it? Well, it was like a lot of little steps. Um, my, I could back up for a second because this is probably when the family knew that they should get this to me. Because my youngest daughter, or my, I'm sorry, my oldest daughter was a yellow belt, so that's just a few belts in. And she went to a tournament, and I was watching who would become my instructor, her instructor, sparring. And uh, I'm like, huh, he's just not throwing punches and kicks. He's, I could see he was doing, I didn't understand everything I was watching, but I could see that it was very calculated that he was looking for something and he was playing a game. And I'm like, huh, I want to do that. And then I probably went home and I don't remember this part, but I probably, like I would often do, talk nonstop about it. But then... When I started, you don't get to spar right away. You have to have a couple of months or longer than that um, of class time, a foundation, and then start sparring. So once I started sparring, I really liked it. And I, I knew I would, but this confirmed it. And I would spar um, with the group, and then I would go in when they were there during the day, and I would spar too, so I was doing it a little bit more than the average person. So the sparring part of it is what kept me keep keep doing it. You know, um, just like 30 minutes ago, you had mentioned uh, you correlated sparring to like playing a game of chess. Yeah. And when we had spoke the first time, I, you spoke kind of that same language and it's coming out like with what you're describing now. That is really neat. Because yeah. I, I, do you see that with some of your students where they're starting or do you see like a, like a light switch where you see it turn into like, okay, it's calculated. Yeah, 100%. Um, now, the thing is, is that I don't. I make sure I don't make the mistake that everybody wants to do martial arts for the same reason as me. So there's, I cast a big net to help them find what they want. So everybody wants a different thing. But the ones that want to spar and want to get better at it, then yeah, there definitely is a time where in the beginning they're just throwing their moves, and then I see them setting up their second or third move with another move, which is what we teach. The first move probably isn't the one that's going to score points. It's the second or the third move. So, yeah, that's I get excited about that. Can you share with me some of the reasons why folks will decide to join? Yeah, well, fitness, okay. uh, flexibility, self-defense. Um, for parents, usually for their kids, it's confidence and discipline. Structure is a big thing, self-control. So we try to do all that in every class. And it, it's very apparent, the structure, that, that's like, that's a solid word because it doesn't have like a negative connotation to it. Right. Uh, the discipline is like, well, you know, it, it is discipline, but it's not in a, like a, a, a ruling kind of way. So there's, there's two types of discipline, and we okay. talked to the kids about that in the very first day. One type of discipline is you did something wrong and you're going to get disciplined. And then I tell them, that's not what we're going to do here. The discipline I'm talking about is where you have to do something, and you may or may not want to do it, but you have to do it. So that's the discipline we work on. Gotcha. My son's working on both, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, 
We Let's, all are. Yep. That's the yes, thing. It doesn't yes, matter yes. if you're four or you're 64. There's yep. different areas of discipline we could all work on. Absolutely. Yes, that's so true. Uh, could we dive into like w when did uh, the thought of opening up your own school come on the horizon? So I think it started when I was at Camelot, which for people listening, that's probably uh, six months in. And it wasn't really, I don't know, I don't recall if it was like, I want to open a school. It was more like curiosity. So I'm, I'm very curious about everything. Like when you were setting up today, I was thinking about the headphones, the mics, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> recorder, yeah, I guess. Sure. But it probably has a better name than recorder. <laughs> so I was thinking about all that stuff. And that's very much my that natural curiosity I have. So I was talking to uh, my instructor at the time, like, you know, what does it take? to open a school, what did you have to do? So it's, it's and I imagine now that I say this out loud, you, it's probably the same curiosity you have interviewing everybody. So yeah, so we're probably about six months in, I was like, hey, you know, what is it, what, do you, what did you have to do? And what was it like? And, and then I, when I was getting closer to Black Belt, I thought, well, maybe I could open a school in Chardon. But then I thought um, it would be better if I was a Black Belt for a while. So to go from first degree to second degree, it's usually it's typically a year if you're consistent, and then from second to third, it's another two years. So probably about th at least three years after I said, "Hey, I'm going to open a school," is when I actually did it. And when like time period was that? And then what does Chardon look like okay. when you were putting yeah. that together? So we're on Fifth Avenue right now in Chardon, the the new part, of, quote unquote, new part of Fifth. So when I opened the school. The road did go to Walmart, but this building that we're in right now was empty. Half the floor was dirt and the other half was concrete. So uh, the DNS auto wasn't here and the heart doctor wasn't there. So that was uh, 2009 is when I started the build out. And then we had our first class January 16th, 2010. That's, uh, why is that uh, a particular date? That I you don't know. Just, just, okay. you, you know, that was that was the day. Yeah, that's so cool. it stuck in my head. Okay, very good, very good. And uh, how have things been going since? Outstanding. I mean, uh, the classes are always great. The community's great. We try to get involved in everything, and we're always welcomed in places. Um, yeah, everything's been really good. Can we talk about COVID real quick? Sure. And kind of how that changed, maybe like what you were doing, what you yeah. are doing now. So I imagine in a lot of business, COVID was kind of uh, an eye opener, if you will. Like in my industry, it opened my eyes in the sense that I could see who the real leaders were. Because most of the martial arts schools, I mean, they're not most, but some are just them. But I'm part of a, a bigger organization and a bigger network of people. And it really, the true leaders came out of the woodwork to help everybody during COVID for little... They weren't asking for anything in return. One of those leaders is, I, luckily, my instructor. So right when COVID was starting to get uh, to the point where it looked like we were going to have uh, either a shutdown or limited, we would have limitations, my instructor said, hey, we should all get together, me, uh, another school in Manor and his school get together and record material so that if we did have to limit class sizes or shut down, we would have recordings. So we were at his school on a Sunday and we stayed there all day and we were doing recording. In the middle of that, the NBA shut down. So that's when things got real. Like, okay, this is really happening. We were, I think we were all pretty stunned. So we had those recordings and then I, I don't think it was more than 
we didn't get five full days of classes before we were shut down. And during the shutdown, we had, we used a word that we used, we got tired of hearing pivot. So we had to pivot. So we pivoted with uh, doing Zoom. Uh, we pivoted by, and my instructor led the way on this again, by making the material presentable over Zoom, that it was one, engaging, two, they were getting something out of it, and three, it could be done in that medium. And how did that go? I thought it went fantastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, my college aide daughter, Haley, she came in and helped me, and we kept, we kept the kids engaged. We, we did games that we couldn't do at the school just because they're at home and individual. We, yeah, I thought it was great. It was hard. It was a lot of hard work. It was physically demanding. It was mentally demanding. Um, but, yeah, we, we went through it, and we kept pivoting, yep. and then we got out <laughs> of it. <laughs> Dude, if I could go back in time, I, uh, I would have... We just we're all in a different place, right? But yeah. it would have been really cool to like have that available because we're all like cooped up. You know, we have plenty of Netflix. Right, and, uh, right, right. I got into Drive to Survive. That's that Formula One documentary. It's okay. fantastic if you haven't seen it. Um, and then we got into this documentary, that documentary. <clears throat> that was like the thing to do. I also built my son's bed, by the way, which is a John Deere tractor. Cool. We'll get into that later. But woodworking really cool. is like a side. Uh, oh, really? Of mine. Yep. Huh. Um, so. So but, that's cool because I thought when you said that I thought you you got a kit like a maybe even like little tykes or something like that but you actually built this oh dude this was uh I actually bought the plans on Etsy it was 27 bucks for like 68 pages of all of the drawings and plans and the budget was like it'll be 750 dollars after all the materials after you buy it yeah and I was like I'm a woodworker I have <laughs> tools I have spare wood it was 500 bucks. <laughs> so you say a but little. <laughs> it is it is very cool. It looks to John Deere tractor and it has lights on it, and steering wheel. And That's awesome. He will be sleeping in that bed until he's 18 <laughs> years old. <laughs> but Because he'll like to. Actually, I'm hoping that he will get into wanting to modify it, like getting a smokestack yeah. on there or adding a couple more lights or whatever he wants to do. That he's sounds, very outstanding. He's very proud of the bed. Anybody that comes over for the first time that has never seen our house takes their hand goes into the bedroom he wants to show them the tractor bed that's awesome it's pretty cool yeah so anyway so yeah, woodworking is my side hobby um we talk a lot about star wars yeah and my other son's one and a half so it's like what is his bed gonna be and i saw a picture of the millennium falcon <laughs> that most of it is actually a picture on the wall but okay. the side of the ship is actually 3d and that's the bed that like sounds just really cool the side of it can and they I was make like, that in the king size <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure. I have to ask my wife. That is hilarious. That'd be quite the room. You need a huge bedroom. But um, yeah, so that's something I've been throwing around. Possible possibilities here. Do it. So yeah, I think we think we will. The wife, um, she won't say no to that. She would. She would be on board. So, anyways, uh, sorry for the, the expert there. Oh, that's outstanding. So, um, so you you had the pivot 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 with uh, COVID, and then. Um, and how, how did that, because we talked a little bit about how that changed the delivery, yeah. like when students started coming back. Right. And uh, go ahead and. So we found out that. pretty quickly that the material was more fun, less frustrating, uh, and bad, just plain better for the students if it was in small pieces, smaller pieces. So before COVID, we were doing a little bit bigger pieces of material, so more moves and it would be continuous. And now, coming out of COVID, 
we found it was better for the student if we took a little bit of the memorization away and chunked the material. So we still do the same stuff, it's just delivered differently. Someone that knows what we're doing would notice, like, oh, that's from this and that's from this. And you're like, yeah, we just, we just dissected it up. We're still doing the same stuff. Sometimes we're hitting pads, sometimes we're doing it in the air, sometimes we're doing it with partners. So that part really made us better. We have a better product because of it. It's cool because we're on the receiving end of that product, but the way you describe it, just thinking about my son being in that class, um, he, I feel like, comparatively, is succeeding a lot more in like the current structure you have. Because he has, he has a total blast. He loves it. That's good. He's, Glad to hear that. Why does that kid that um, he's smiling, gigg giggling when it's his turn to, <laughs> to go? Awesome. He loves it. Um, can we talk about Wyatt for a second? Yeah. If that's okay. So, um, and you, you had shared with me, well, first, uh, I think a little background for the listeners. So Wyatt is, uh, he's a special kid. He has, uh, he has a few flaws that we're working through and trying to get better. One of those is attention. Yeah, we all have like attention type things going wrong, but uh, his is a little bit more. And uh, just for him to for an entire class, which is 30 minutes, to be focused and stay on his dot when he's supposed to, to be in line and not touch a kid in front of him or touch a kid behind him. If he makes it through a whole class, it is like we're going to get a Frosty at Wendy's. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because I'm saying that we actually go to, to Wendy's good, and get a Frosty. I'm sure you've noticed us rewarding him with fist bumps and stuff yes. and praise after because yes. we like to praise the positive. Yeah, and to that, I know you've mentioned this a couple of times where um, – you really wait until there is a positive yeah. and it is praise yeah. and it is a true positive. And if we're not getting what we want out of some of the children, we'll praise someone next to him or her. And typically a lot of the times that child will do what that other kid got praised for. And right away we'll praise the positive behavior. We, 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 we have to get negative occasionally, but we try to limit it. So with Wyatt, um, when he makes it through a whole class, it's, that's amazing. He did really good. And that's, I praise that a lot for sure too. Um, and from day one, you know, we had both my wife and I came to you and we're like, you know, Wyatt, we're, we're working with him with his peers and, you know, with school related things, like we're trying to get him some help there. And if you can work with us, that'd be awesome. And you're like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and first couple classes it still I'm a little bit nervous like can he make it through a class yeah. I, I look at I look at my watch and usually 15 minutes in I'm like if he's past 15 minutes good we're yeah. good um, but that 15 minute mark is super important but we were uh, we were nervous about like can he um, can he participate and not be a distraction for class and you're like yeah we got this we got this and every single class there's just a little adjustment in what you and your coaches are able to do for Wyatt which is massive it is super super helpful to, to watch him participate and that is uh, that's huge i want to say thank you for oh, my wife and i for, for making that's those adjustments awesome. and you um a couple weeks ago you said you know there's something i want to share with you <laughs> i don't know how you'll take it but um i have something i want to share with you about wyatt and about him in class and i would like for you to share over the mic uh with our listeners kind of that story so my instructor <clears throat> excuse me my instructor is uh my mentor my friend my instructor and he and we talk all the time like I already talked to him today just do text about probably probably football so it's that kind of thing but we also talk about uh, he he would make some curriculum say what do you think of this and I'll look it over and then we'll talk about um, 
students that we, we, may, we may or may not need help with, or we might just be talking through a scenario. So, and I did talk to him about Wyatt, and I explained the issues that were going on with Wyatt. And um, sometimes it's just, just to talk it through. And sometimes I'll see something when I'm typing it that, oh, I didn't even think of that. Or he'll, he'll give me something to do, to try. And uh, we did that. And we did do some of the stuff. I worked with the coaches here to, to, to help Wyatt. But then I said to him, and he knew what I was talking about because we have this conversation where I said, who else would do this for Wyatt? And what I meant by that was, and I'll preface this by saying I have two very active kids that went through all the different sports that Chardon has to offer. And I know you're just starting on that end of Chardon. So Chardon is a big sports town. Um, I know parents come here just for softball and, and t-ball and football. Just uh, like they have all that in Painesville and, and Concord. But I know people that came here specifically for that. And my kids went through all that. And I was a, I was a softball coach. And I know nothing about softball. <laughs> I was just a dad raising my hand. And the, I was assistant coach, and the other guys seemed like they knew more than I did. But I would do some research and what to do if a girl didn't know how to throw a baseball, and I could break it down and explain it to her and stuff. But it's very different than um, what Chardon ATA can offer somebody because all of the people that you see are trained to do different things, and it's an ongoing training even for myself. So what I meant to my instructor when I said who else would do this for Wyatt is I, and I, as I don't know what other place would put the effort in, they, would, they may, and I hope this isn't true, but they may turn you away and say, you know, he's not ready for this yet. Whereas here, and I, I'm not, I go back to that anxiety that I talked about, I have anxiety that I want to, to do a good job for you, probably more, more so for Wyatt. Um, I feel like that this program has a lot of stuff. I mean, we talked about earlier what people are here for, but it has a lot of attributes, a lot of things that would really help Wyatt out. And he may not even remember, but he'll, his, his body, his mind will remember uh, an action or how to react to something. And, and my hope is that something he learned here will, will assist with that. Yep, and it, it, it comes through. Like we just, we see it. So thank you again. Yeah, it's I mean, really awesome. It, it's awesome that you thank me. You don't have to thank me because I go back to that anxiety. So I want to do this for you and for Wyatt and for all the other students. I, every class to me is, uh, is important. Part of that importance comes through with you recalling the names. Right? <laughs> and I had asked you, dude, how do you do it? Like, <laughs> I yeah. I have a caseload of like eight clients in a day. And I'm like, wait, who am I seeing? And uh, I do remember their names. But you have a class of 20, 22 kids. Yeah. You know every single one name. Like for the most part, like you, you got it. Uh, can you share with me how you know that? <laughs> well, What's your secret? Yeah, give my secrets away. We'll pull the curtain back a little bit. So I will tell you this. I will say that I'm terrible with names. Um, my wife and I watched The Bachelor and my kids do too I think my maybe my oldest stopped watching but my youngest who's 22 will say so-and-so on the bachelor and I'm like which person is that I have no clue we were talking about Star Wars before this and I didn't know the name of the blue 
the blue character. Red eyes. Right. <laughs> the guy with the red eyes. I don't know his name. And my friends are like, how do, you, how do you not know his name? I'm like, I don't know. I can't remember NFL players' names. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that stuff's not important to me, but it's important to me to know the students' names. And um, there are techniques that we use to do that, and I practice them. And like I said, I think it's just because it's important to me to know everybody's name. Can you share that technique? Is that sure? Okay. So it's just through repetition. So usually there's four of us here, and hopefully out of the four, one of us knows the student's name, starting on day one. And then let's say I know Wyatt, and I say, "Hey Wyatt, how's it going?" And then I've I've trained the team to use Wyatt's name so that they're saying it. So there's the repetition part. Let's say let's let's switch that around and say, I didn't know Wyatt's name. So Wyatt's at the door. One of the team members is going to say, hi, Wyatt. And then in my head, I'm going to say Wyatt. And then I will lead Wyatt to his dot and use Wyatt's name. Wyatt, this is your dot for today. Can you sit on your dot, Wyatt? Good job. Make sure you sit up tall. Okay, Wyatt. And now I've said it three times in a very short amount of time. And I continue to do that. The, the real hard ones are when two kids are very similar and they start on the same day or the siblings. So I have a trick for siblings. The the older or taller one, I I mark their their card so I know who's the older one. And then again, through repetition, I will I will say the name in my head and out loud to them. Very good. Uh, and Ed, I, I will I will back up for a second. I yes, know right. people for thirty years that I cannot remember their name, and I have to ask my wife now what's his name again. But for whatever reason, I can do it here. Yeah, I, that goes back to like you want this to be like their best experience. So you really yeah. care, like you yeah. actually really care. So we put more emphasis into things that we care about. And it's cool. Yeah, and you can't fake caring. No, no. My wife and I were like, I wonder if he has like a book. All <laughs> I don't the pictures. have a book. When did he take Wyatt's picture? <laughs> I did take Wyatt's picture, <laughs> it's in our system. But, and I thought, I actually did think that I could use that somehow, but we never have. Like right before bed, flashcards, you know, boop, boop, no. boop. Like, <laughs> that, Cause that, that's like, I think that's I, the way folks typically it's think funny about that. memorizing names. but. I, th I feel like we do a lot of cool stuff here that <laughs> yeah. you guys are talking. And you're not the only, like, it, probably every other week someone comments on how we all know all the kids' names. And it's not just me. It's, it's all of us. Yes. From the 14-year-old assistant all the way through. It, it means a lot. It really does. I think because they, the parents, right, me included, we're, we're like blown away because like we might know like one other yeah, student's right, name right. in that entire class or and it's because you know they're a neighbor down the street and <laughs> we probably still mess their name up so uh and, and that it's just the volume that you're taking care of it and doing it really well uh doing that it's really really cool uh what would you say to uh some potential students or even some of the parents that they've thought about ata and uh they haven't pulled the trigger like what would you want to share with them? What would you want them to know? So, I mean, you said thought about ATA, but most of the people, they're probably, ATA isn't on the top of their brand. They don't even know what it is. It stands for American Taekwondo Association. It's a, the, the organization that I belong to. So most people that are thinking about martial arts don't know about, they may know about us or they may know somebody that goes here, but they probably don't know and they have an image in their head. So usually the image is incorrect because it comes from TV or movies and stuff like that. Um, I would say it's, it's a safe environment. We, we keep it as safe as possible. Um, a lot of the kids that come here feel like day one, there's going to be contact with other students, and I have to put their mind at ease that it's, 
it's a long time. We want to build a good foundation before we do any sparring, which when, when there is contact. Yep. Cobra Kai is, is a really cool <laughs> TV show, right? Uh, but I, yeah, I appreciate it. Like learning about that too, how, um, that that's, and obviously having quite participate, that's just not, right. not what you have going on. And I think, I don't know what, what we do make a good TV show. Probably not. So you need right. a Cobra Kai <laughs> to, to, dress it up a little bit for a lot viewership. of it a yeah. lot of it yeah. it's, I mean it's good drama it's good drama <laughs> and, and the, the whole backstory with Karate Kid and that sort of thing so um, and you've had some folks come in right and have mentioned Cobra every, Kai every week yeah yeah I mean, it's yeah and it's fine absolutely yeah cool um, it's like I, I mean I imagine if you watched a show and there's a physical therapist you're going to be like well no that's that's not that's not right. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, it would be super boring if yeah. it was like really um, like what is a physical therapist doing? When I'm working with someone, uh, they're everybody's so different. So there's it's so difficult. But when I'm working with a golfer, it is like it's actually not work. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we don't have to get into that, those details. But um, can you share with me a little bit about like the summer camp you have coming up? And last year that was the first year you did it last year. So correct? we've we've always done summer camp in some shape form, but we. Uh, did it pretty much just for the students that are already here. So last year was the first year that I actually went out and I licensed a program that I could uh, offer to outside of the students of the school. And uh, we had our biggest summer camp ever um, based on the number of students and how many people we had in here. And then we're doing it again this year. Um, so I, I really like structure. We talked about I was in the service and um, I think I've always been kind of a structured person. So I thrive on structure. So I found a program that is very structured, just like the martial arts classes and just like I like it because I don't want a free for all. So this is basically, they're doing half hour classes throughout every day while they're here for summer camp. And the classes can be uh, indoor sports, outdoor sports. We do some martial arts fundamentals and some dance and tumbling. And there's also arts and crafts and uh, something we call brain gains which is uh, worksheets to get their mind working. Okay. It's very structured. Yeah. They're still having fun, but I like the structure. And what, is a, what does a full day look like? And is it um, every day of the week or how, how Yeah, that? Monday through Friday from, uh, we start as early as 7.30 a.m. and go till 6 p.m. Uh, the camp actually starts around 9, and then we, that's when we start moving them through half-hour, quote-unquote, classes. just depends on what we're doing in that class. We break them up into groups and we rotate throughout the day, each of the groups. That sounds like a lot of, is it all in-house here? It's mostly in-house here and okay. outside. Um, this year we have a bus, so we're gonna go to some places around here. We could, like there's a park just around the corner so we could take the kids to the park. Um, and then we, we use the bus for field trips. Last year we, we had limited field trips away from here. Uh, the kids really liked them, we made them fun, but I felt like we could go to more interesting places. But one of the cool things we did is we brought in a giant water slide. They love that. We did that a couple times. And uh, we went putt-putting at Chips, so we, we walked there. Very good. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so I'm sure you're looking forward to that in the summer. Yeah. You know there's like two feet of snow outside yeah. at the moment. But um, can you talk about the future for ATA and kind of what, yeah. what you have like in mind? So that summer camp was one component, and the next component would be after school. So we hope to start after school uh, this fall. So uh, we would pick up from the local elementary schools and bring them back here until parents are home, come home for work and get them. So we hope to be able to pick up from Munson Park and uh, the middle school. 
And when do you think that, uh, like, when, when would you like to start rolling that out? We're going to start talking about it as soon as summer camp starts, and then hopefully we roll it out at the beginning of the school year. Man, that's cool. The 20, Good for you. What about it, 22-23 school year? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Has that been, like, an idea that's been proposed to you by, like, a few of the parents, or, like, how, how did that idea come it's about? Just a, it's part of the system that I bought. It's packaged into that. Okay. So it's a natural progression after the summer camp. Okay. It's very similar to the summer camp and where it's structured, and it has that half hour class component to it. Yep. And that makes sense. I mean, that's, um, I can see why it's, you know, being kind of a part of that. And it, you know, by that time, enjoying it on his own accord right now, yeah. it's like, I'll go home. Why are we going to karate? No, I don't want to go to karate. We're in the car. Okay. Yeah, let's go. He's yeah. here. And he's, he's like all about it. Right. Um, I think usually that's natural. Especially <laughs> if they're doing something they really like, you're saying, you're saying, Hey, stop doing that thing that you're doing right now and then do this future thing. And they don't, at, at Wyatt's age, they don't have that ability yet to f- future pace. Right, right. Uh, I would like to talk about your unfair advantage just a little bit more. The anxiety. All right. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, I can go back to like how we first started conversing about the podcast. You were like, you know, I've talked in front of 2,000 people before. Yeah. No issues. Right. It probably was an issue. I mean, I had anxiety, but I did it. Probably prior yeah. to that. Yeah. Right. But then I could only imagine, like, knowing more about you, that during that talk, it was like, you were prepared, you had practice. Exactly. Everything was like, that's what ready I was going to gonna say. I was prepared and I could prepare. So, just in that real quick question from you, the gut reaction is to say no because how do you prepare for this? Well, I did. I found a way. I prepared by listening, right? But at that second, I didn't. I had no idea. Yep. So your unfair advantage. Do you want to talk any more about that? I mean, I just have this anxiety about everything, and it's not. It, I mean, it doesn't keep me at home. It's just I want to. Um, so I'm a world champ at sparring from in 2000. Was it? I can't remember. 2006, I think. Uh, the morning of it, <laughs> I woke up and I, I said to my oldest daughter who was there, I said, I just don't want to disappoint the people that came to watch. Because we had a lot of people there and uh, it was in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm like, I'm really nervous about disappointing those people. So, and I didn't realize that at the time until just probably in the last year that that was my anxiety. I wasn't really thinking about winning or losing. I was concerned I was going to disappoint the people that were watching. It's, I hope that someone who's listening to like the story, it just, everything makes sense, <laughs> which is why like, I love uh, uncovering like these stories because uh, someone driving by is probably like, hey, you know, I wonder who owns that. Or they're probably like, oh, Scott probably owns that. Don't really know a whole lot about Scott. Um, but then once they are like a part of the school and they get to see how everything is operated, it, it just makes so much sense that you're, like air quotes, unfair advantage is actually really like your strength. That <laughs> yeah, it's I found incredible. It later to be my superpower, I guess. It just it's, and I imagine other people have it. I don't know, but I think so. What's well, you know, not everybody um, in your position would be like, yeah, let's start a school and let's have it for going on thirteen years here. Yeah, and have it continue to be really successful. Right, it's bigger now than it's ever been. Yep. So, and that I think it's a testament to like you care. That's great. It's it's awesome to see. I'm actually in my brain. I'm thinking about other examples that I didn't really ever think about before. But 
I think I was 15 or 16 in high school, and I, wa- I knew I wanted to go to college, but I knew I didn't, my family didn't have the money to send me, and I didn't know about student loans, thankfully. And an uh, Army recruiter came in, and I'm like, hey, that's something I could do to get money for college. And that, that, again, going back to the anxiety, I imagine I probably had anxiety about how to pay for college. So then at 15, 16, I built, basically built a plan, join the Army, stay in. At the time, I think I wanted to stay for two years, and I eventually did it. The way it worked out, it with three years was more beneficial. And I wanted to go in for computers, but they said you didn't have typing, so I took typing. And then for whatever reason, I never revisited that. I, for computers, you had to stay in four years, and I didn't want to stay in four years. So I had to, I had to explain all this to my parents and my mom had to, because my birthday's in September, so I graduate, when I graduate high school, I'm 17, so they had to sign off that I could go in because I wasn't 18 to do it myself. So they, they bought into this, I guess, <laughs> and signed off for me. And then I, I was an MP, and my thought process there was, if the computer thing doesn't work out, I could always uh, be a police officer. And I thought it would be fun because the, the recruiter talked to me about it. And it ended up being really fun. I, in, uh, I was at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. I was an MP there, and then I joined the Special Reactions Team, which is basically SWAT, what most people know as SWAT. And, yeah, I had a really good time. You know, we didn't even talk about, like, your, your actual career. It didn't come up at all. Um, can it, can uh, you share so it with yeah, the folks? So, like, uh, what do you do? I am a software engineer. Um, I own another company that I write software for, major companies and we do uh, computer-based training very good and then your hobby outside of here so what is like a hobby you have that a lot of folks really don't <laughs> so know here's, about because i've because i listened to a lot of podcasts that you did all of them except for the last two just because they're just they're pretty fresh right now um i all my hobbies i've turned into careers okay <laughs> <laughs> so computers really interested me when i was in high school I, when i was in high school i took a computer class and it was only the second year that they offered it, and it was, it was 100% in a broom closet. It, I have, the bathrooms here are bigger than that room was, and it had two computers in it. They were TRS-80s, Radio Shacks, and they only allowed three people in the class because that's all they could fit in there, and they only had two computers. So the computer stuff was a huge hobby, and I, and I did some of that while I was in the Army, and then I turned it in to a career <laughs> and then martial arts of course was a hobby okay and here we are now i wonder what you're gonna do with star wars <laughs> <laughs> just watch it on, on yeah. tv because <laughs> yeah. uh, that's something we we connect about yeah. quite a bit is uh is uh boba fett and the mandalorian yeah. specifically why it loves those so we get a chance to talk shop real quick <laughs> before class starts yeah really cool so i would consider uh, star wars probably a hobby yeah um, i mean it's just it goes back to watching TV and watching movies. Yeah. So when I'm not working, I'm probably uh, planning around when I can watch. Tomorrow is uh, the Boba Fett finale. So. Oh, my gosh, it's the finale? Yeah. That's so sad. That's so <laughs> awesome at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that's a real bummer. You made me sad for a second. Sorry. Okay. That's <laughs> okay. Oh, man. It's okay. We'll just watch it over and over again. That's what we do at home. Yeah. We have kids that are... Uh, under the age of five, I guess. I don't know what's going to happen after why it gets five years old, but uh, we can watch the same movie 20 times in a row, and it's okay. 
And I believe that you, you're a real parent when on that 20th showing of that movie and there's a scene that comes up and you say, wow, I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, happens, yeah, right, right. It happens all the time. Never seen that before. Yeah, it's been on 20 times. So that's why we get a lot of house cleaning done during, during those moments. Uh, anyways, very cool. Um, is there anything we didn't talk about that you'd like to share? I can't think of anything. Okay. Uh, last thing, I, I would like to give an opportunity. Uh, what would you want to share with all of your current and past students? What would you want them to know? I mean, I think you kind of said it. I mean, the, okay, so yesterday I had someone that is leaving to go to college, and he's he's been a student for 10 years. And you can't you can't be an instructor to somebody that long and not have some sort of connection, right? I mean, I have. And it was, I was very sad, and um, you know, I kind of held it in. I, did, I shook his hand. I wished him good luck, and we talked a little bit. But at the same time, some some students are only here for a couple months, and I try to have that same connection with all of them. And I, and like you said, I know everybody's name, but even more so, I know a little bit about all the parents and um, every student that leaves is kind of painful in a way. And my instructor told me in the beginning, just to just get used to it because everybody's going to quit eventually, but it, it never gets easier because you do build, you build a connection with everybody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the word quit is kind of hard uh, to say because like there's, there's always a reason why. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, yeah, it's just not life, right? I doubt it would be because you're doing a bad job because <laughs> um, that just, that just wouldn't be a reason. Um, well, yeah. we're very fortunate that a lot of kids do uh, go to other sports and then come right back. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Well, I've, I've really enjoyed spending my time with you and I, oh, awesome. I appreciate Thanks. you saying yes. And yeah, it's been great. Outstanding. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you very much for having a listen. I hope you had a lot of fun hearing about the background stories about the businesses that you drive by every day. For more information about Chardon Biz and also more information about Chardon Physical Therapy, go ahead and visit ChardonPT.com. That's P as in physical, T as in therapy, ChardonPT.com. Also, go ahead and subscribe so that you can have a listen next week.